0: Thank you for joining us for another insightful episode of Creatives Chat, episode 46, After Show Convo, featuring Gary Haskins. Join us as we chat about who knows what. Our show shall begin now. Streaming from Retro Earth Studio and brought to you by... WeAreHistorically.com Conscious Brand Apparel and
1: Learn to play jazz piano like a pro by a pro with Jazz
0: Piano Pro Essentials at JazzPianoPro.com Alright everybody, meet Gary.
2: So what would you say to somebody that's like all right, what what am I awakening to? Like, why am I doing this work? Like, what am I, what would you, what am I gonna do this for? Like, I'm still gonna go through all this shit, man. Like, mm. you know, like, why do I have to do yoga? Like, it's just gonna make my life worse. It's just, you know, it's not fun. Like, why do I have to exercise and meditate? I don't wanna do that stuff. So why would, how would you describe to somebody um, why you do those things and what
1: you awaken to? Mm, that's a great question. Um. It's funny because uh, a person, one of the guy to meditate, the satsangs, he, uh, they posted a similar question in the sense like, what's the real purpose of this? And I just summed it up as kind of liberation, freedom, mm. you know, whether what? whatever you choose, mm. you know, that's the power. It gives you the opportunity of choice. And that's something that we really don't have until we really wake up because, you know, that's good. whether you're stuck mm. in victimhood or personhood, whatever you want to call it, you know, thinking everything's against you or it's always, you're always being oppressed or in all these different avenues. Like you have the choice to to choose peace. You have the choice to, like you said earlier, because you know it's there. When you know it's there, you, you can't unsee it. You can't unexperience it. So it's always a conscious decision-making at that point where it's like, hey, what about this thing I stumbled into in myself? Hmm. Mm. Versus, oh, I'm going to get caught up in the temporary and, you know, be super saddened or rage out or whatever it is their expressions are. So... Yeah, I mean, like liberation is the the ultimate goal of this. And I feel like that's one of those things that gets so misconstrued with, you know, the different religious texts and things of how people have pushed it, where it's like liberation. You're just like, oh, you're going to ascend and turn into this light being, you know, like in the waking state and be like, boom, <laughs> boom, and like all these different powers and stuff. But it's like, no, man, like the whole purpose of enlightenment always has been liberation, you know, freedom from the temporary. Yeah. Yeah, how would yeah. you how'd
2: you express it when people pitch it? <laughs> same idea. It's the same idea, man. I would say it's liberation from the sufferings of your body. It'd be like knowing that whatever you go through in this body, you're liberated literally it's it's like yeah, you're literally liberated from the prison of this body. Yeah. The the whatever happens in this body is not you. You're awakening to the, the dream of your ego and there's no words that you can put on it that's the thing you can only use metaphor like we just use like all of those are just symbols that we use like I know what you're talking about because I know if you know you know but like if somebody that doesn't know um, you know deep if they haven't reached that direct experience in themselves I think it'd be very hard to understand what we're talking about understand what i just said, awakening to the dream of the ego. Like what does that even mean? But like if you know, <laughs> you you know what that means. It's like knowing that like you said, it's all temporary. This is just a vessel. This is just yeah. a this is a tool for me. This body is a tool for me. And whatever i have to go through in this body, i witness it just as like a as a game, as a show. But like you said, once you realize it's a game, you can choose to take hold of the controller and play it how you want. Facts,
1: facts. That's why I love it because you know it's another real recognizes real moment where it's like yep. yes, you know, you get it, you know. And I mean, I guess that's a question I have for you is, you know, I'll, I'll precede it with a little bit of a kind of theory. Is you know, I always try to see it as we're always in this process of unfoldment and awakening. But you know, the real big jostles that break those shells come through some type of catalyst where you really question, like, what do I know? Who am I? you know, what was really your big catalyst that kind of propelled you towards this path of inner looking?
2: Um, it was just, it's a gradual thing. It was multiple, I guess you could say, awakenings, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of revelations, even just like during a yoga class or just after, afterwards in yoga and just coming um, yeah. to come into that revelation somehow, some way of that my life is this it's, it's just like this journey that I'm on, this journey, this movie, this story that I'm living. And I'm mm. going to, while I'm here in this vessel, live it to the best of my ability. Do whatever I can. And it's it's like, it's, there wasn't one thing. Like, I'm still on that Catalyst trip. Like, I'm still living on that vibe. There's no, there's like, there was no like,
0: yeah,
2: you know what I'm saying? There's no like difference. Like, I'm still on that. I'm still learning. I still have the opportunity yeah. to maybe there'll be another catalyst. Maybe I'll fall on the, like another sense of change in the future. But just like, um, I don't know, man. It's a it's a like there's there's no before and after if that's kind of like what we're like you're asking. Like there was no like before <laughs> me and after me. There's just like there's just yeah. There was one time I did mushrooms. Maybe that changed me a little bit. But like it's just it's still evolving. Like I'm still yeah. becoming what i'm meant to be like i'm still un- unfolding you know yeah i love it's it still happening i'm going through that change as
1: we speak and that's a beautiful statement in the sense of whenever we think we made it there's clearly lessons we didn't learn you know yeah. and i think that's a that's one of the false avenues the cult the i guess you would call it like a spiritual cul-de-sac of the materialism and things of those natures where it's, you know, people think that they achieved something. They think that they made it, you know, and we normalize midlife crises because we fundamentally missed the mark on that point right there that there is no making it, you know, it's, you have, life is always a journey, you know, from your first breath to the last, it's this Mm -hmm. adventure of experiencing. And there's never, I guess you could almost put it this way where it's, we limit ourselves to what we can experience if we believe certain things like that. Like we are a certain level. And then you just get you cap yourself from your potential and growth versus yeah. always kind of seeing yourself, you know, like I fundamentally always see myself as a child, like and mm-hmm. not in a way of like being immature in the sense like it's more so in this the concept of I'm always learning and growing, like each moment's different, each every like like yourself you can ex- you can t- attest to this sense so you know every conversation you have with a guest you come out an entirely different being like it changes you it alters yeah. your perspective and who you see yourself as and how you see the world because you're gaining more information and like we take yeah. that beautiful magic just for granted that it's just like wow my entire reality can be adjusted just through a conversation with someone like <laughs> what mm-hmm. yeah exactly
2: man it's it's just like. Um... Yeah, knowing that your life is a journey. It may not seem like it at times, but it really is. You're it. You're the main character. We're yeah. all this main character in this movie of life. And that is amazing. Mm. All of us. We are all we are all okay. This is this is going there. We're all Christ. We're all the main character. That's what the Bible was teaching us, man. Yeah. It wasn't that like to bow down to like Jesus the the icon. Nah, man. You're the icon. You're Christ. Yeah. You're the main character in this movie. That's the whole premise. That's the awake. That's another part of the awakening, too, is, like, coming mm-hmm. to that realization. Yes. Like, whoa, like, I am, some may say God, you know? <laughs> I don't like using that term because, like, then people are like, whoa, you think you're God? Oh, we've got a Messiah complex. Like, no, if I'm, well, yeah, I'm God, but so are you. Yeah, So you're, is everybody yeah. else. Exactly. We're all the main character, which is crazy. Like, when we are all this... Mm. Um, but we don't know. That's the thing. You have to know. And once you know, the, the first step is knowing that you that your life is a movie, or ca- a story, a dream, whatever you want to call it. And the second step is, like I said, taking a hold of the controller. Then you can choose. The The idea, it's like you surrender into the yeah. game, but by you surrendering into the character, it actually gives you more control. I know that seems counterintuitive, but the more that you let go of resistance and you just kind of go with the flow of this character of gary haskins or peter lucas and you just go into like whatever comes up you actually are able to gain more control of being that character in the movie yes. it's a weird <laughs> paradox you know but yes it's the truth. it's craziness and it's beautiful. It's how this life works
1: <laughs> it's beautiful the way you <laughs> said that because it's so true and it's it's always you know i find that's probably the most consistent teaching in spirituality is that it's always a paradox or it's always it's always revealing a paradox where you know the more you let go the more you receive and it's funny that everyone overlooks especially like the teaching of Jesus is you know oh you're all you're all capable of greater miracles than I am because we're all one you know I am is because I am but you are too. we're all mm-hmm. you know beings of the heaven you know name of heaven is within not within me it's within you. it's within each of us and it's yep. it's those overlookings of just the basics of his teachings that it's like yo, he's been really trying to he's having conversations with the same wavelength that we're having these conversations on it's yeah just right. like you know everyone is a god and goddess of creation. That's why we're here. You know, that's Mm -hmm. why we were, who knows why we were all given this opportunity. But one thing that I can always understand through the concepts of, you know, just my own introspections is we learn through contrast. We learn Mm. through duality. We learn through experiencing something and not experiencing something. So how else could one source or one, you know, energy experience itself through a whole lot of other you know mm-hmm. through a whole lot of yeah. getting you know this amnesia that we have where we forget it that's that's such a pivotal part of the journey because would we really appreciate what we are if we didn't know how awesome it was
2: yeah yeah you know? i know what you mean <laughs> we yeah there's there's a certain life has to always be a mystery imagine if you had mm. it figured out you know, it, it would be boring so like yeah w- like knowing how awesome it is also to me comes into know that like well I'm never going to figure this out like it's just an ever evolving mystery it's a, it's a story that's still being written so mm. yeah man I get it
0: I well, get it
1: and that even comes back into this so this is an interesting we'll we'll dive into this one because by as well um okay. that concept of choice you know you say we get the controller and it's also another kind of paradox here because the more you do surrender and let go of the more you receive and tap into your kind of full potential, and really your soul or your personality can express itself effortlessly. But how much of that truly is a choice when you allow yourself to surrender to the flow, or do you allow yourself to surrender to the now? That's and the you- paradox. <laughs> That's the paradox. You have to ride the line of that
2: paradox. It's crazy, man. That's just how life works. But like, if you know, like, yeah, with words and concepts, you're always going to reach that kind of paradox like when we explain it you're always going to reach some kind of black and white but i think being a human being is riding the line of the yin and yang like we we Mm. ride the line of that black and white knowing that's where the flow that's where the Tao is it's in between those paradoxes and if you know how to ride the line of
1: that um that's the way the way is the way the middle path Mm -hmm. the direct path and that's a great way to put it (laughs) it just is the paradox (laughs) like no beat around the bush
2: yeah it's just the, that's the paradox it's <laughs> funny
1: no it's beautiful oh, when you say it though because it just brings a highlight back to the point of I mean just like moderation where it's it's a fine it is like a dance as you said earlier you know it's, it's being aware of the music it's being aware of the steps but not thinking about them looking at the ground one two three one two three it's allowing things to express themselves and that's really where the beauty is in life you know those moments that mm. We're not directing, they just kind of take us there. And then we have this beautiful experience, you know, when you just Mm. speak from the heart, you have these profound connections with people that we usually don't have, because we're always, most people are always stuck, stuck up in here censoring themselves. And that's kind of the coolest thing about, you know, your show and what you've been able to, you know, tap into is you really do come at it from so many different angles with the different people you have on that it just provides a different avenue of thought to really kind of ponder upon. Like, mm. what was it the reason you had that um, doctor on? Like, she dropped some stuff that it's like, oh, I got to think about that. It's an interesting way to take it, the scientific approach to things. But even yeah. that yields so much opportunity because when we can quantify stuff, when we can show the Western world, you know, that this stuff is happening. You know? Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening now is the Western world's catching up to the the stuff we've already knew. These ancient medicines, these ancient techniques, the Western world is just now kind of like smarting up. This is no other way. Yeah, like we either we either fall behind and stay on the hamster wheel or we do catch up to these yogic teachings and um ultimately become happier, be, you know, create a better world, be better people.
1: Yeah, the spirit and, and the science used to be one and then it got separated, now it's coming back that dance of repulsion and attraction. Yeah. There's some there's some truth in the middle though.
2: That's the thing. That's what I'm yeah. trying to, trying Always. to find. It is there somewhere in the middle that the truth lies in the middle of the two poles of that of the mm. polarity of the yin and yang of, the, of life it's the truth the way the Tao, is in the middle you just have to know like just like be like neo in the matrix man you just like you you just going you're just like a dance life is just a dance you're just flowing through it bro like oh there's something an energy i don't want i'm gonna avoid that oh something else going that way i'm gonna dance this way just make mm. life a dance bro Make it just a something that you just flow with because, like, no matter what, something's gonna happen. Just be okay with that. Just be okay with shit happening in your life. And um, I guess that's just how you become happier, you know? Just be, mm-hmm. be okay with what it means to be a temporary, decaying body that we're in. Be okay with that and know that shit's gonna happen. We're imperfect beings. Know that we have an animalistic instinct. Like, we still have that, like, we have innate desires and, and needs, like, you know, sexual needs, uh, eating, um, sleeping, all of these needs that we have and the burdens of the body. I don't even want to say burdens, but like just things of the body yeah. that we have to deal with. Um, be okay with that. You know, know that that's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you approach the other side of yourself, the other opposite the, the the yin of the yang the spiritual side in a different light you know because that's yeah. it's all it's all one but you have to recognize the the black and the white you have to recognize yeah. the animal the, the the body vessel that we're in you know the this whatever this is in order to recognize the other side of us and see that that's not all of us like we are human yes we're always you never gonna escape being human you're never gonna escape the ego but you have to surrender into it in order to be resurrected and see yourself mm. in a new light. It's a, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah It's like, entirely. it's yin and yang. You have to understand the material world and your body first and that side of the polarity. And then you can understand the other side of your polarity. Yeah it's uh yeah it's a yeah. it's a science it's a process
1: yeah it's that balance you know and i like to see it as the, balance. You know, the uh you kind of have like the human aspect of us which you can whatever people want to associate it with ego you know your shadow self the negative blah 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 all these desires and then we also have that kind of like eternal nature to us you know the spirit the being the love the peace mm-hmm. and everything but if you're one, if you're just tapped into either, there's always a sacrifice of the two, Exactly. you know, and everything sits upon, as I call it, the fulcrum of the, I am where it's, we're Mm. just watching this movie play out, yo, like we're just playing. We're just, well, you said we're the main character. We're just hanging out with this. And, you know, sometimes life is going to give us these opportunities to kind of see the balance in the game. Because again, it's a seesaw, it's a play, you know, you're playing thing, but ultimately when we're in our element, it's when they're both harmonized because, I personally have come to see that the ego gets so vilified that it creates a, I would almost say like a roadblock to understand the healing that can be done with it. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm very opposed with people saying, you know, like ego death, ego this. I'm like, the ego never really was. How can something that never really was die? It's just an idea, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but what I do know is that this body has its own feedback. My emotions is like a sensor when I can feel other people you know, when someone wrongs me and hurts me and I feel like, or an anger or like a disappointment or an upset at like feeling come up, I'm like, oh, what's the body trying to tell me? And that's a subtle, just self-talk thing, you know, in your own mind is just, and it comes back to life. Like what is it doing for you versus at you or, you know, what's happening to you versus for you. And it comes back to that point of, You know, when I really started just to even change how I communicated within, it started to drastically detach the intimacy of the bodily feedback, where it was like, Mm. it was no longer a, oh, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm disappointed. It was just like, oh, my body's telling me there's disappointment here. Why? You know, it, it creates another opportunity to heal. and. Like what you were to saying with the, the animalistic nature, the primal instincts, you know, yeah, we're going to have them. But if we didn't, if we were blissed out all day, we wouldn't procreate. If we were blissed yeah. out all day, we'd be like, hey, bear, get eaten by a bear. You know, yeah. <laughs> like there's so many different avenues that, you know, there has to be a harmony within for there truly to be a harmony around. It's balanced. And yeah, it's, it's, it is that active balance. And that's why like how you put that, you know, the Tao is really the yin and the yang, the balancing between. Mm-hmm. And Again, that's so overlooked, man. It just like, it seems so elementary at this point now in this journey, but it's really the most simple lesson is just don't get attached to anything, really. You know, when you're attached to something, you're getting identified with it and consumed by it. And that's like, that's how I see spirituality gets turned into is, you know, a lot of people see it as something to quantify or to identify as, and it's just, oh, that's another cul-de-sac.
0: You'll, yeah, you'll learn, not,
1: though. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. That's funny. Yeah, it's spirituality is, like, turned into a religion of its own. Like, the New Age spirituality is, is actually not... Like, okay, so real quote-unquote spirituality is finding that balance. For me, at least. It's being able to know that, yes, I'm human, but also I'm spirit. Yes, I am spirit having human experience, but I'm not going to escape the human experience. I have to still play... In the human experience that's true you know getting rid of all the yoga poses all the crystals all the you know all the mantras it's putting it very simply is knowing that my being extends further than my body Mm. and if i can find the balance between being a hippie and being a you know materialist businessman somewhere in the middle find that balance and like i said dance between them and That's spirituality to me. That's my own spiritual practice is is being realistic, but also yet being idealistic in the sense of spirit. Because right now our world's at an imbalance. We have mm. too much yeah. of the material. People don't know that there's spirit. And I'm not saying we have to create the Garden of Eden and cre- live in this spiritual hippie land because that's not gonna that's not realistic either. It's we have to mm. come to a balance in this world like collectively we all reach that balance singularly, we all reach it in ourselves, but we also then will create a, a world that is more balanced so that we can live in harmony, essentially. But it's, it's harmony that's also, you know, realistic with the laws of nature and how this world works. And that's how man. I see the world going. Ooh, ooh. Balance, man, it's, we're, we're so much imbalance because people don't know who they are. We don't know, people don't know mm. that they are also spirit. That's kind of like what it comes down to. Like when you realize that you're not just your body, that is the that is the catalyst for you to make the choice to become balanced to balance the the balance the energies within yourself. Uh, but for you have to come to that realization first.
1: Yeah, huh hundred percent. So, in terms of the you know you talked upon surrender being one of the big kind of takeaways um, just from being you know the host for your show. What have, have there been any kind of notable takeaways that have kind of changed your own practice that or caused you to kind of really like have a deeper question that kind of led you down to a new path of kind of expression or discovery?
2: I would say just the whole creative aspect itself showed mm. me that um, you can do whatever you want in this life. Just knowing that I did it, like it's just showed me like it gave me a lesson myself like, well, what else can I do? You know, it kind of showed me, like, if I can do this and I can write a book, you know, I can paint a picture. Like, it's not hard. If you live in America and you're watching this video, you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a lot more opportunity than most people in the world. The simple fact that we have supercomputers in our pocket that allows us to, you know, more powerful than the ones that went to the moon, that allows us to um create anything we want so like i would say nothing too specific there's definitely revelations i've reached with people and i'm like wow i'm like damn like that hit me different (laughs) but ultimately (laughs) ultimately it's the the whole entire process itself that's changing me like knowing that Mm. i can do whatever and so can you anybody can do whatever they want we can all we all have this the same exact technology in our fingertips you know it's just it's it's beautiful to mm. be able to like it doesn't mean that like you know you can do whatever you want you can manifest whatever it doesn't mean that like i'm gonna manifest being in the nba tomorrow it's yeah. not like that it's it's true it's like a scientific approach to your being to like manifestation takes time it's like like we said analyzing the energies and knowing mm. how to become the alchemist and transmutate that and um then you can manifest when you know how to work with the subtle energies in your body but that's a you know that's a
1: that's a skill. That's a science. Well, Come even on. right there, the courage to act. Yeah, the courage to act. Yield, like, yielded so many opportunities for recognition, growth, healing, all of the above. You know, but how many people censor themselves and hold themselves back from just doing it?
2: That's the hardest part, starting. I realized that. That's a huge revelation to me. Was just mm. starting, just doing it. Just I always when I teach a class, I always say. Um. All right. The, like the first thing I say is, all right. The hard part's over. You showed up, cause that's the <laughs> truth, man. Just showing up is half of life. Just doing, just going there. Just doing what you have to do, and then just get lost in the flow. Get lost in the process of what, whatever you, the the creative process is, or maybe it's yoga or whatever you have to do. But just just the simple fact of yes, just showing up. Like the first time I reached out to somebody. Um for wanting to have a conversation with me, I was like scared. I was like, oh man, should I actually do this? I don't know, like, are they gonna deny me? Like, why am I mm. doing this? And then I just sent it because I was like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take the shot. And then he got back to me and he wanted to come on the show and now 50 so episodes later, it's like nothing to me. I can just, I can talk to anybody. I'll, I'll reach out to anybody and ask them to talk to me. When before, I was scared. So mm. it's just like, it showed me, yeah, like, um just simply taking a chance i guess taking Mm. shots and don't being afraid don't be afraid to fail that's a huge lesson because if if, you know if you're afraid to fail then you're not going to get anything done so like i kind of reached a point in my life where i just um i just don't even care what happens you know (laughs) i'm just kind of going with the flow i just i don't care if people deny me I don't care if you don't like me. You know, I don't care what the haters say, man. (laughs) I'm at a point where it's just kind of uh, I I know the path. I know what I have to do in life, and I'm I'm doing it, you know. But like you said, yeah, it's just I had to recognize that somehow within myself to just act. It's just about action. It's just about doing it. Just do it, Nike. Just do
1: (laughs) it. That's funny in the sense of, you know, I feel like it's one of those kind of cliche things where it's like, don't be afraid to fail. But how many people really are committed to their own illusions, their own assumptions, their own imagination, when it just goes off on those tangents of being like, no, nothing, this isn't going to work out. No, 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 no. It's like you give yourself a million and one no's in your head before you even give yourself the opportunity to even have a no yes. And it's mm. funny because the way I see it is, life is always trying to uplift and support you but are you going to be in the way of that that's Mm -hmm. our power of free will right there in action or it's just like yeah yeah, you know life is life wants you to succeed life wants you to experience and awaken itself you know Mm -hmm. but are we really going to be an advocate for that Mm.
2: yeah and that's where killing the ego quote-unquote comes in because that's that's the ego it's it's like you're listening to you're listening to the part of your brain that thinks this is who you are, thinks you are the yeah. image of how you portrayed in the past. You don't want to take action to change your being because your ego, the one thing the ego doesn't want is to die or to change. Right? Yeah, to lose control. So that's the, to lose control. So that voice in your head that's telling you, no, nah, it's okay. You don't You don't have to send the email. You don't have to go to class today. You don't have to do X okay just stay here just go on your phone watch a few youtube videos you're good it's comfortable here that voice you learn to not listen to that voice or you use that for like motivation like that voice of the ego is telling you not to do it whenever something tells me not to do it well i'm gonna say not everything but a lot of things where they tell me in my in my head not to do it i usually don't listen to it i usually just say i usually just there's there's like the 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 ego and then you can tap into like your greater self your higher self Mm. and that even that's even corny to say but it's true like there's a sense it's like tapping into your intuition i guess you could say your imagination knowing what voice i sound like a like a schizophrenic like knowing what voice in your head to listen to (laughs) but it's kind of like knowing tapping into your intuition isn't really even tapping into a voice it's tapping into Mm. like an unspoken connection with the divine some would say a knowing it's a knowing a certain sense of knowing when the ego the voice isn't knowing it's just it's just like i don't know what it is it's not knowing though it's like it's it's thinking it knows it's it's like showing you a way for to stay comfortable and just to stay alive but um it's always going to be there you know you're never going to kill it it's just knowing how to work with that and knowing knowing the knowing (laughs) and once you can tap into the intuition it overrides the ego every time
1: yes yeah i love that especially that last line because (laughs) well it comes back to again like self-knowledge is the kind of core of this journey of introspection and looking within is that you come to understand what the feedback is like but even then it's the spiritual thing like don't get your hopes up it's that it's also (laughs) been that same dance of just like don't assume like mm. that's probably one of my bigger teachings is just never assume anything. Question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Question. Question everything. It's I mean that's cliche again, but it's it's really true. Yeah. It really is, man. Like you just always like that's that's part of the flow. Is not mm. saying like this is right, this is wrong, this is right, this is wrong. Like, maybe this is right, maybe this is wrong. It's it's staying in the sense of like you said you don't know. It's unknowing cuz that's just the ego latching on to things. Yeah. That's just the ego saying like, yeah, this is how it is. This is this is the the world that I've built. This is the structure that I've built. This is you know, this is the world. But like that doesn't even make any sense. What do you mean this is like no, we can't ever explain the world. The ego is always going to try to explain things, put things in some kind of model, some mm. kind of concept, conceptual framework. It's not you're never that's not the truth. You're never going to reach the truth through any kind of conceptual framework, it's always going to be there, or some kind of model is always going to be there. But what comes first, before the model and the concept is that intuitive knowing that like you said, like, yeah, that is there is something that you can tap into there. That is primary, that's the primary, that's from the source, the ego is just like, ai don't know, it's a reflection, I guess. Mm. It's a, it's like something, it's another layer, I guess, of this being, but yeah, there's there's something where you can tap in, like you you know there is this this act of just like being able to touch upon, like we talked about that unspoken frequency that seems to be at this point in time sending us some kind of message to change, right? <laughs> Tapping into that that unconscious frequency that's within us, that's primary. That's that's the true messenger. Some may say God, I don't know, maybe it is, but it's it. There is a way to. There is a way to just tap in Yeah. there for everybody man we're all like i said the, i think the premise of this whole conversation is just like the, the body is just like some kind of radio it's like a radio transmitter not a transmitter like a it's a which you know we can take in frequencies we can mm-hmm. take in we can take in certain vibrations and um you just have to know how to be able to do that because you can we all can we can all we can all find the balance within ourselves, and from there, create this amazing story and game of life.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's fascinating the way you talk about the you know the vehicle that is the body because you know you can incorporate all the different arts of qigong and like energy work and like the prana where it goes into like the lower diatum or like you know your lower furnace where it's, you know, there's almost like that's our generator. And it's funny, again, because it's like solar plexus, your power center, you know, where it's just like you have the, you know, your energy storage in the lower aspect. You can start to see your body as like the dopest cyborg, you know, the portal portal to like the divine is like truly through the heart where it's like when things open up, the love centers come in, like the love frequencies just shine. And Mm -hmm. it's fascinating because I was actually having this conversation with um, one of my more personal training students. And it was he asked me a question i'm like you know like how do you see you know the brain because you know obviously like when we're look, working out rest sets so i was like this is what we talk about you know and it was uh, i i've started to kind of see the brain as that it really is kind of just like the frequency generator you know it's it's our organic computer cpu i almost kind of like to call it like a quantum computer because mm-hmm. it's able to obviously like absorb and interact and kind of use the photons or whatever the sensory organs are telling you to make this image, but just on that same note, when we can alter the chemistry of the brain, you know, whether it be through psychedelics, you know, whatever you're doing, it's able to change the vibration of the body on a cellular level. And that's, you know, and, and see, this is where I'm very curious to see if like where Western science can take all these things, because we could, it's like what we were saying earlier about like the electrical charge of the body and the brain. Like we can measure all these things. Now we could start to look at the different aspects of what's getting altered. And I'd be very fascinated just to see the impact of the different frequencies that our brain can adjust to and what that starts to emit, what radio, like what energy field are we changing around ourselves that our own sphere can actually tap into? Because again, like, you know, you see someone tripping in the woods, you're just looking at someone like running around, touching trees, touching nature, like breathing differently and like eyes super dilated, but like to them, they're in a completely different space. And Mm. I think that's always the most beautiful stuff is when you get into the timeless nature of life, it just goes to show where it's like, oh, wow, you know, I've had minutes last eternities, but I've also had like hours fly by in minutes. And there's nothing about that other than the perceiver Yeah. and just getting and being one with the moment versus being a participant and waiting and having the assumptions and angst and all the other things getting in its role and interference in life.
2: That's That's another paradox, right? the more you become one with the moment, the more you can transcend time. Yeah. It's like the more you ease into it, the more you can soak yourself more into this moment, the more you, you actually gain a sense of transcending time, the concept of time.
1: Yeah, the timeless nature. And to me, I feel like that's true. That's more true to our beingness than any type of regimented time construct. Yeah. Where it's like when we just you know let the ethereal dance play out it's just like oh wow that was like a few hours whoa i guess i was having fun
2: <laughs> yeah the ethereal dance i like that that's forty. <laughs> so true man
1: well i come to the question of you know when we're children what do you think the do you think our experience as children ultimately is that reminder of who we are before we even start this life Hmm. You know, because yeah, I think kids.
2: we're closer to the when we were a kid. I think you're closer to the the source. Yeah, that's for sure. So it seems like so let's analyze what a kid is. It seems like a kid is is closer to the source, right? So the source is probably this innocent, playful being that has a sense of humor. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a little rascally sometimes. Kids <laughs> like they like to play. You know, they like to play jokes. So I mean, I guess it's like. Yeah, kids are just a reflection of like the, 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 the nature of this world. It's kind of like like this, you know, God, some may say the one is is this playful being as a sense of humor, curious, innocent, and loving. Kids love. That's the thing. Kids love. Like they love each other. Kid, you know, you, you throw some kids in a room. You know, it might be a little crazy, but they all get along. You know, like there's no ego barrier with kids. There's just, there's just being human. Them being them. There's no black and white skin. You know, there's no like I look like this, you look like that. I'm not gonna treat you like I'm talking about like kids, like real like, real young. Because eventually, when you say like a kid, like how old are we talking?
1: Oh, I'm thinking like before the conditioning's fully set in. So like maybe yeah. like what before eight, before ten, something like that.
2: Yeah, something like that. I would say like yeah. you know from six to ten years old, that's when you're really like you're an innocent child, or at least you know, partly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just you just I don't know. Yeah, it's just it is that that is our nature. We don't. the, the thing is, it's always in us. Like we always have that childlike innocence that we can return to. We like we yeah. are. We never lost that aspect of our brain. Like we, we, we were kids at one point, but we can come back into that childlike innocence. And that childlike innocence is, is spirit essentially. That's or it's a part of it at least. You know, it's not all of it, but it's a, a part of the spirit. Is is just playing, seeing this life as just a play, just having mm. fun with this this incarnation. You know, be like being curious. That's what my whole show is about. I'm just curious. I yeah. just want to talk to people. Just have some fun with people. Um, Yeah, and just, you know, play the game. Play play the game. Yeah, yeah, I I really do believe that, like, kids are tapped in more unconsciously. They're just, like, they're more into the source, and we grow out of the source. We we decondition. So we condition kids. We condition ourselves. The world conditions these kids into, you know, how we are now. And then the act of spirituality to me is an act of deconditioning yourself from how we were conditioned, and then you condition yourself, you condition your own being into um, mm-hmm. a being of truth, a being of uh, you know living accordance to your your Dharma as they call it, like what you're here for, like your purpose. And then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you get you get a little more. It's it's you, you touch upon aspects of playfulness and innocence. And love and having fun. Yeah. Kids just like to have fun. (laughs) That's what it's about. (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It really is. We overcomplicate life. And I think that's probably the most discouraging thing to see is, but again, it comes back to that earlier statement of, you know, we really have to kind of take that journey outside to really value what we already had. But that's the greatest, I guess, lesson right there is we're always tapped in. We grow out of it quote unquote, we grow out of it. And in the whole journey of life is how many experiences and ridiculous things does it take for you to be like, well, wrong way. And then come yeah. right back. Cause I yeah. find like, especially, you know, like one of the testaments, you know, a great host like yourself is just, you do have play like that playful nature about you, especially while you're talking, where it's like a very, you can tell it's like you create a non-judgmental, just open space for people to express themselves and be themselves. And that's the heart connection where it's like, as I was like, you know, I'm going to say a lot in this one, but, you know, it's another real recognized real moment because it's just like, oh yeah, dude, let's just chat. Let's just hang out, you know? Yeah. And that's something that people really take for granted is just the the child that always is within our heart.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: that to anything is the more accurate representation, like you're saying, of source, of spirit, of creator, God, whatever it is you want to call it or identify it as. But like our effortlessness of being is just that playful nature. And I think that's the... You know, we talk about purpose, you know, I think that's one of the primary roles of this life is to come to value what we are and appreciate what we are, because it makes it that much more of a magical experience once we get it, mm. you know? Mm. And the yeah, roles that's of, awesome. And the roles of purpose, though, like, what is, what do you feel like purpose is, you know, in your life or in purpose in general for people? Mm.
2: It aligns with giving back, like a sense of selflessness, like we're all servants yeah. here, we're all we're all in this vehicle for a reason. There is a purpose why we're here, and that's to act out your your skills. Like I'm not a painter. I'm not a football player. I'm not a um, NASCAR driver, But some people are. And some people, that's what they're here for. So it's we're all here to find out what our purpose is, which is the best way, in your ability with your skills that you've been born with genetically in your DNA the best way to give back to humanity essentially and it might not be the all of humanity not all of the world it might just be your community it might just mm. be your parents it might just be yourself but it's some way to serve some way to like um, to to use this vehicle in the best way that it was built and we all have we're all capable we're all different thankfully we're all different we are all unique and we all have different um skills we all have different ways to express that that aspect of the creational the creation divine creation that we find ourselves in mm. right the 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 purpose is aligned with the greater purpose like you know we go to school and they tell us our purpose is you go be an accountant or you know go do whatever it is in college, you know, go get a liberal arts degree, not hating on liberal arts degrees. I'm just saying, like, it's probably not aligned with the, the purpose, you know, like our, <laughs> our purpose our the greater purpose is something you you tap into. Mm-hmm. And then once you tap into the greater purpose, you find out what the what your sole purpose is. It's mm-hmm. like you act out in this vehicle the greater purpose, which is to put it simply, it's being selfless. Yeah. Um, using cultivating the certain skills that you've been given to give back help uh, make somebody else's life a little bit better b- through your efforts. And um, yeah, you find out what it is in your own accord, I can't tell anybody what their purpose is. Um, nobody can tell me what my purpose is, you just kind of have to get back to it get to that knowing get into that find that intuition it'll it'll, it'll lead the mm-hmm. way for you some may say it's your higher self but it'll lead the way for you and find out what your yeah. purpose is
1: i love that i love that especially <laughs> the fact of selflessness because truly that's what always speaks to our nature like our our highest, you know higher self you know the heart whatever we want to call it but even looking at children you know how selfless they are naturally you know, there's been so many studies yeah. that just show that they always want it. They see someone, you know, experiencing lacking. You know, they're always going to, like, self-sacrifice their own stuff to be like, hey, let's share. Let's do yeah. this. And it's funny how those learned behaviors of otherness get conditioned into us to be exclusive, to be judgmental, to assume, to be divisive, and all these things yeah. kind of play out. We grow into
2: the ego. Right. And it's funny yeah. how we... That's, that comes second, but what came first is the source, right? So yeah. even when, like, what we talked about before, how, you, how we analyze, like, the, whatever goes on in our head, it's yeah. always the ego, right, talking, but what comes first is the intuition. So even yeah. chronologically, that came first, right? Like, when yeah. we were kids, we grew out of that. Like, we, yes. our brains grew into the ego. So mm. that's why it, it feels like when you tap into your intuition, it feels realer because yeah it literally did come first like before you morphed into this ego of the limbic brain structure and like whatever's going on up there the amygdala and <laughs> you before we actually quite literally physically morphed into that yeah. what came first in our brain in our being was that intuitive knowing of childlike innocence playfulness yeah. curiosity love blah blah, blah blah. the the, it, the list goes on but like it's kind of cool that like that literally just came to me as you were saying it like chronologically what came first was that source that that playfulness it's pretty cool yeah.
1: and that's even yeah i'm loving it though because it goes back to the <laughs> it goes to the point where it's you know it always is a return to source you know and it's it's funny because that actually even adds even more weight to how i've always kind of seen the spiritual journey or like life, whatever we even want to call it. And it's like that rebounder toy that everyone like always used to play with when we were kids. You know, you have that thing yeah. attached to your wrist, you throw it out, whatever that peak catalyst is for you to return home. It's just like, oh, okay. And then you start questioning things inward. And then always at the hand was the source, was the intuition. It was mm-hmm. the it was how the game started. And mm-hmm. I love it how you put that because that just like brain blasted so many different avenues i'm just like oh yeah man that's how deep i love this let's go because uh, <laughs> it goes into that concept of we always are searching for what we are the kingdom of heaven is within and mm-hmm. it's funny how even just in this conversation you can talk about it and go to all these different angles but it always circles back to that same concept of knowing that everything yeah. we everything we ever seek and want is within us
2: yeah and that's it that's it it's funny because we, we've had like what i don't even know how long we've been talking now and we go over all these concepts talk about dreams psychedelics tapping into different states analyzing energies blah 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 list goes on but ultimately you from any of that you're not going to reach the truth that's the, the ironic thing like i said it's right. so ironic that about the things i'm which the ironic thing is the thing we're trying to talk about goes beyond words it's an unspeakable. Terence McKenna's uh, famous quote of mine. It goes um, there, something along the lines of there is a um, an unspeakable. I'm paraphrasing. There is an unspeakable truth that goes beyond all words, like all conception, all vocalization. It's just hard as hell to talk about it, <laughs> and it's true, man. Like there, no matter how much we really speak about this it's just like this certain intuitive knowing that yeah. you kind of you come to and anything else other than that is just part of the play
1: right right <laughs> right and it's the funny part because i think it was i think it was muji who i learned this from and It just resonated so deeply like years ago when I was listening to this because I found myself getting caught up in, you know, the getting caught up in the imagination, kind of creating this image of what it's going to look like. You know, when things are when I am liberated, what is these things going to look like? What's this going to feel like? Blah, blah, blah. And just kind of creating this really An obstacle for something, for some letdown or suffering, you know, because I see it as, you know, assumptions lead to judgment, expectation leads to suffering. So it's this avenue of like, I was, it was always the mind's way of trying to create something to be, you know, to discourage you by because you didn't achieve that. You didn't attain that, you know? Yeah. Because no one ever can say like what they think awakening and like, you know, coming into these truths and deeper knowings is really going to be. Because again, it's, you can't express this stuff. But the way Muji put it was just like, you know, all the things that people can talk about. It's just the aroma of our being, but even that can't describe the being itself. You know, it mm-hmm. can't describe what we're looking from itself. It can't describe what we're experiencing itself. It's it lies just, in paradox. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, it's like the age-old question you could ask: like, can the observer be seen? You know, can you mm-hmm. observe yourself? You, you know? created God. Yeah, <laughs> like all those exactly the chicken and the egg type of things. But when it comes mm-hmm. back to it, you know, what we are transcends any type of expression of what we are it's only it can only be experienced and when we experience i think that's almost like we live out what that is through our actions and even they Mm. won't be it you know because that's that you can't contain the infinite in a finite expression Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly that's the irony that she's it's just (laughs)
2: It's the flow is is in the middle it's, in, it's you know it's it's somewhere in the middle it's like we said man it's not becoming too complacent just like going with the flow as in like just becoming lazy mm. and it's also not latching on to the concepts of the the playthings of this of this play of this the show this stage that we're in it's in the middle it's working with that it's it's flowing with that and um that's true spirituality to me it's 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 letting go mm. letting go of the wheel it's just you know yeah it's just silence
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's just silence.
2: silence it's silence <laughs> but also it's knowing that there's how do i put this it's not all silence knowing that there's also gonna be noise, but there's somewhere on the other side of that noise too. Like there's always that silence. There's always that mm. peace, but there's always gonna be the noise in life. There's always gonna be the words, the concepts, like the mind, you can't escape it. Yeah. We can't escape that. But if you know that you can, that's all that matters. Like th- to know that it's possible, that's really all that matters mm. beyond concept. To know that we, are, we go beyond concept ultimately yeah that's the idea using concept to explain that there is no concept yeah and it's
1: it's funny because you know it's like the the experience of you know and i'm not i'm always never sure how other people experience it but the emptiness that you can feel when everything kind of drops away yet it's you know categorized conceptually as nothing as silence but in the heart you can just sense it as this pureness, this fullness, mm. and this I guess you would say it's something that's not lacking, but mm-hmm. it's but it's nothing. Yeah. You know, like not even
2: nothing describes it. Yeah. That because nothing is a thing. When you say it's nothing,
1: yeah, it is no is, thing. It's not even a it, thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just the trap of our words. It's the paradox. That's why Zen Kohans, I don't know if you ever read any Zen or heard any. Mm-hmm they deal in paradox there's yeah. no conclusion in a in a zen koan there's no like there's no ah moment it's just like it may it will leave you like a, with a weird sensation in your in your body and there's no there's no like conclusion it's just like it deals in paradox and that's where the truth is is that there is no yeah. conclusion because the mind always wants to say like this is it this is how it is like we just like to like say this is the world this is the model that i have But there is actually no model. Like there is, there is no end. There is no conclusion. So with Zen, it's it's attractive to me that like all of these lessons, there is no. The lesson is that there is no lesson to be learned essentially in them. There is like there is like this kind of state of um, settling in with the paradox, at least Mm. from some of them that I've heard. Like that it's there's a way to put words that accurately describe what goes beyond the words it's a it's like poetry in a way it's its own poetry it's pretty cool
1: Mm. Mm. that's beautiful it's It's a good way to interpret that
2: yeah a way to use concept to to show that concept doesn't matter like to show that there that concept is not the truth like a lot of things that i read in zen it's just like huh it just makes you go hmm and there's no like conclusion there's nothing like you know when you read like a quote it's like oh that makes sense there's like actually a lot of zen things don't make sense you know like a lot of them are just like ah like i i see like i kind of like it's a it's a weird kind
1: of understanding you know
0: yeah and it's interesting
1: the way it even pushes you to that point of what can be deemed a vulnerable or kind of uncomfortable place within the being is you have to accept that you just don't know (laughs) exactly and that yeah. forced acceptance is something that always is probably the ultimate trap for everyone is because, you know, you have to always, the mind, what you're saying, have, the mind has to know. The mind needs to know. It's op- mm-hmm. It operates in that knowing. And it's truly limited by that knowing. You know, yeah. the mind can't conceive or come up with something it doesn't know. That comes from the intuition. So that's always the fascinating thing right there, too, is, you know, we can grasp the unknown through receiving whatever cosmic energy frequency you know like spirit boys like i don't know like how you want to describe (laughs) it like people get whatever but you know the fact is like when we enter the realm of the unknown and have a new experience it doesn't come from mind fundamentally yeah 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 (laughs) comes from somewhere i don't know where
2: there's something else like i said man like we talked about there's something else coming in there's some other transmission that's happening in this moment that we're living in. Mm-hmm. It's a very crazy time to be alive, but there is something that is changing our ways as human beings. It's, this may say the Great Awakening is happening, a new renaissance, but there's something that is allowing us, if you want, if you tap in, yeah. to, to transcend, to evolve, um, to ascend. There's something that is allowing us to do that, man. Yeah. I don't know why... How? Where? Is it God? Is it the aliens? Is it Jesus coming back? Who knows? But there's something happening, man. They're, 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 without a doubt. if you All you gotta do is just tap into yourself a little bit and you'll know. If you know, you know. Like you said, man. Re- real recognize real. Like there's just something, an unspeakable knowing mm. that um, I don't know. It's, it's a beautiful time to be alive. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad nice. that I'm going through this experience no matter what. Um, yeah. um, I'm fully, I'm not going to say fully at peace, but I'm at peace knowing that <laughs> there is always peace attainable. Yeah, um, what a um, yeah. it's a privilege. Yeah. It's a crazy, like I always think like this is a crazy time to be alive, man. Like if I live millions of lifetimes and incarnations, this one's really unique. This It has to be. Like this one. <laughs> right i'm like think how we started this whole thing i'm talking to you through space and time using two crazy contraps in, contraptions and we're communicating like we're in the same room and i would have never met you i would have been able never been able to make this connection and yeah. to me that that's amazing like that's cool that we're able to do this so it's just like i i feel very blessed to be able to have this and go through this this conversation and and um you know just being able to connect with you and people like you all around the world cuz this is like it really is when you take it in it's a crazy crazy time to yeah. be alive to be a human being in this experience it's amazing man i would i'm so grateful to really just be alive like ultimately all these yeah. things that we talked about getting you know getting the bare bones of it it makes me be so grateful to be here because that's what we're all lacking we're all just you know we're all just looking for some reason to be here purpose right we talked about purpose we're all just looking for something to say like yeah it's okay like you're you you have a purpose you're meant to be here you you uh you know you are you are here for a reason and ultimately this the whole yogic journey the whole creative process gives me a reason to exist and that's what we all mm. want man we all just want to fi- you know find some kind of reason for all this craziness happening, and the reason is so that we can fully become the best version of ourselves. I believe, you know, that's that's how I see it. I've, I've yeah. I'm so grateful to be able to experience this journey. That is the life, the vehicle, the meat suit, Gary <laughs> Haskins in 2021. That's ultimately what I get from this entire journey and this entire profound conversation. Ultimately, if anyone listened this long, it's that you know. If you go through all of this, it's that you're going to be a happier person and be just so thankful to be alive at the, you know, I'm not at the end. I was going to say at the end, but like th- through it all, through this entire process, you're going to be yeah. a happier, um, more thankful, more bright, positive, um, loving person. And yeah. I don't know,
1: I guess that's why I do it. Oh man and Gary, with that, yo, thank you so much for coming on Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching, and as always, roll the outro.
0: That concludes this episode of Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching. Join us every Thursday at 3.33 p.m. Pacific Daily Time as creative minds get together and chat about who knows what. View more episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks again to our sponsors for making this show possible. Thank you, We Are Historically, for your conscious human apparel. Shop online at wearehistorically.com. Hi, I'm Darius Wilridge. I'll teach you everything you need to know about playing jazz piano like a pro with my 12-week
1: online video course and downloadable guidebook, Jazz Piano Pro Essentials. Enroll today at jazzpianopro.com.
0: Thank you for joining us. And have a happy always. Oh yeah.